sent you? You mean who sent me? How did you get here? I walked. No, perhaps you What are you doing here? Do you allow all your customers to be grilled like this? We don't have strangers here. Oh, come on, that's ridiculous. Wait. She may be part of the test. Test? What test? She doesn't know. Don't I know? Look what's going on here. I think you'd better go, miss. Why? It might be best. Look, if there's some sort of trouble, perhaps I could help. I see. Well, I intend to find out anyway, and I'm sure you shouldn't be drinking so soon after breaking your neck. Welcome to Two Guys, a Girl, and a Podcast. We are girlless today. We have uh, just the two guys. We're talking about a classic Doctor Who episode called The Android Invasion. I am Ken. Jeff. And uh, Tom Baker plays um, the doctor in this one. Uh, an early, for us, it would have been an early episode that we would have seen, um, especially, at least in my case, this was one of the first episodes I would have probably have seen, you know, in that whole era of Tom Baker. So it's one that I've seen many times in the 70s and 80s. Same here. It is the fourth serial of the 13th season, and it was from de- November 22nd to the 13th of December, 1975. Well, before we go into that, do we want to talk about anything else that we've been watching? Or Yeah, I saw the, the new Matrix, was it Resurrection or whatever it was called. Yeah. I thought it was mediocre in the story. I mean, the story held my interest, but there was really no reason for this movie to be made yeah except as a, maybe a quick cash grab or whatever i mean the effects and the uh the fight scenes were pretty cool hmm. but it was mainly neo these new rebels trying to get neo they save neo they free him from the matrix bring him back to reality and then they spend the rest of the movie trying to come up with a plan to bring trinity back and I was like, oh, let's let's go. I mean, come on. And like, it's yeah, it, it was okay. I mean, I'm glad I watched it for free on HBO Max. Yeah. Well, technically free. I mean, I get HBO Max because I have HBO, so I didn't have to go to the movie theater and spend the the, the twenty dollars on ticket and food to to watch it. So yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I haven't really been that enthusiastic about it. If you don't see it, you're really not missing anything because it doesn't really add anything to the original, the other three movies. It's just like, huh? you know, you know, like when you watch a, a home fix it show, like uh, Property Brothers or the, the the twins there, they they go and they redo things. Yeah, Property Brothers, and then they'll do a show that says. Hey, let's go back and see how these guys are doing two years from since we redid their house. And that's what this movie kind of felt like. It's like, hey, let's go back 20 years and let's see how Trinity and Neo are getting on. That's what it kind of felt like. A, at least that's what I thought. Yep. As a good good explanation. And it's like, mm-hmm. it, was, it was okay. It would have been better if Hugo Weaving was, was in it and doing his Mr. Anderson. But yeah, it was... I I can see why he didn't want to be in it, <laughs> but anyway, the um the date we're recording this, which is um, January 
2022 is the birthday uh, or anniversary of the first Blake 7 episode. Is Harry. it really? Yeah, um, well, in 1978. Well, Christmas Eve, when we just passed, was the uh, or the big anniversary of the final episode. Hmm. Or the or the twenty third, I should say the twenty third. Yeah. And a lot of people said that was the year my Christmas was ruined. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, for those who know Blake Seven, they all die at the end, supposedly. Yeah. So and that was like what, nineteen eighty one? Yeah, it was seventy eight to eighty one. Yeah. yeah. So Okay. So that's that's all I had. Um <clears throat> so um the Android Invasion, uh, interesting story. It had been a while since I had seen it. Um, although it feels like I, I watched it not that long ago. It might have been one of the later DVDs I purchased. It was, um, I have a British um, DVD of it. So I don't think it was easy to find in America. Possibly, or it was just cheaper from Britain. So, I think um, at that time when we were buying the DVDs, you sent me an email saying, hey, the stuff from Amazon UK with shipping is cheaper than buying an American version. So I think we bought a whole bunch from there. I think in the Android Invasion is part of a set, too. In, the, in Britain, it was part of an invasion set or something. Oh, okay. This one was written by the creator of the Daleks, Terry Nation. Yeah, it's his first written story Second. since well, oh, yeah, yeah, first yeah. one since um Keys of Marinus that didn't have the Daleks in it. And um uh he hadn't written one in a while. Also it was the last episode to feature Benton and uh Harry Sullivan. Yes, it's they technically a lot of people consider the last true unit story because Benton and Harry were in it. Yeah. And I guess Nicholas Courtney was supposed to be in it, but I, he wasn't available. That's why mm-hmm. we got the, the guy who plays Mother. <laughs> yeah, well. Patrick Newell as Colonel Faraday. And I was like, I'm like staring at him going, I know that guy. And all of a sudden it just dawned on me. I was like, oh God, it's Mother from the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um... So this episode is interesting. It, it it's, reminds me a little of, there's a little bit of everything in it. Um, first off, a little bit like the Autons, where they actually have a gun in their hand, finger. Is that finger, lo- is that finger loaded? <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, obviously these... It's a it's a neat little mystery setup, almost like almost Twilight Zone ish, where they go into this. They're on. They think they're on Earth, and then they go in this village, and all the coins are brand new, and everyone just suddenly shows up and starts pretending to be their characters, and you know, one of them dies but is still alive, and you know, there's this, these astronaut spacesuit type guys walking around and everything. So it's kind of a neat setup. I like um, the mystery behind it. Because you're 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 guessing, you're trying to figure out what's going on. Come to yeah, find a, out, they're getting set up for an invasion, and they're just practicing on an alien planet. Yeah, it was a good. Uh, it was a good mystery. Yeah. So it was. 
I mean, highlights in this are obviously Tom Baker and um, Elizabeth Sladen. They're fantastic together. I love the dialogue back and forth where Sarah Jane is in the the bar and she kind of like, you know, oh, you look great from someone that just broke their neck and walks out the door and you know, it just has a lot of good lines. Let me see. I'm not looking at my notes. Um, I, when she falls off the cliff, it's kind of stupid because it looks like she falls on a slight incline and hanging there on a slight incline. So uh, obviously, um, yeah. And the doctor says, "Don't move, Sarah. Don't move." And I'm just like, and then we see him like, "Oh, it's not that bad at all." And then when the guy, the, the unit soldier, runs off, and uh, yeah, it's a little further down. What's that guy's name? Uh, he's not credited. Oh no, he's. Corporal Adams, Max Faulkner, there. Goes, wee, breaks his neck. <laughs> um, so, supposedly, yeah. when you find out, we, then we find out he's an android. Mm -hmm. I don't know why Brigadier has an office at this place. It seems kind of odd. I mean, he has a, a door that even has his name on it. And I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, that was, it wasn't really, it wasn't unit headquarters, so why would he have a, Unless yeah. they moved from Terror of the Zygons or Robot, their last story, Simon Base, they moved them to this station. Because yeah. Benton and Harry were both there. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe they were getting more involved with the space program. They, they had the big telescope there, or the radio, radar, radio dish. Yeah. But yeah, I did think that was odd that he had an office there. There's some other good scenes in it. There's, um, um, you know, the robot people with their faces look a little bit like the fembots from Mayan Woman. Powers. Oh. From what? I was going to say Austin Powers because that was fembots too. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> the Stygrons are okay looking. They're kind of funny looking. They're... they're not that original. No, they're the crawls. Stygron is the the name of the, the yep, guy. Crawls, yeah, crawls. Yeah. I always thought I always wanted them to have a have them come back. Yeah. I mean, the androids using the androids. I could easily rehash the story for New Who and and I mean, it's the story. I mean, it's basic, but it still works. Yeah. So, oh, did you notice that the crawls? ship or the base was the Zygon set without the, the glop on it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it was the, <laughs> it was the same. It was the Zygon set. I was just like, ah, oh, that control that panel looked familiar. I'm like, oh, yeah. Terror of the Zygons. Yeah, Sarah trips in one of the, in the, in the part of the episode and she's limping around and that was kind of weak. You know, we... we the, the the strength of Sarah is she's not one of these screaming, chipping girls, but she does a little bit of it in this episode and falls into that category a little bit. So necessarily um, good for her, but um, I thought. Besides that, I thought Elizabeth Sladen did a really good job on this one. Yeah, I mean, I mean the doc. Yeah, the doctor and Sarah just seem to be the doctor companion. I mean, mm -hmm. if you want to judge doctor companions, it's base it on this one at least that's what i do for at least for new who anyway and you got you know there's others the doctor and joe and doctor and jamie yeah but yeah but this yeah. one is the one 
Yeah, I mean, this episode in particular is probably a weaker one of the season, but it's still, you know, like I said, you know, for what we can have for nostalgia, because we didn't watch this as kids, or at least I didn't watch it when I was really young. Um, this brought back memories of watching it on Saturday at, uh, mornings, and, you know, it brought me back a little bit. I, I enjoyed it. It felt comfortable. You know, units in it, but barely, but still, that's okay. Um, but when you look at the other episodes from this, you know, you have Terror of the Zygons, Planet of Evil, yeah. Pyramids of Mars, Brain of Morbius, Seeds of Doom. Those are really good episodes, and this one is, is fits in there. It's not, you know, horrible by any stretch of imagination, but um, maybe is not, it might be my least favorite of that season. Mine is actually Planet of Evil. I never cared for the antimatter one. But you know, Prentice Hancock's in that one and Yeah. I, yeah, I yeah, I would agree. This was looking at those episodes in that season that's that's a great season. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah, it would have to be towards the bottom one, the bottom two. Well at least for me the bottom two. I mean I Planet of Evil is never was never one of my favorites. Barry Letts directed this one. He's considered one of the greatest, you know. So, you know, I, I think it, you know, I'm, we're not trying to bash it. I think it's a, a pretty good episode. And like I said, the whole mystery setup kind of reminded me a little bit of the Avengers to the um, Steed and yeah. you know, how they go into a situation and something's not right. And, you know, it's obviously more sci-fi. Of course, it's like what what the cybernauts or whatever oh you mean more like uh this last season with uh emma peel is more like like that well maybe what, yeah, yeah when, they, when they go to color yeah. i don't know i mean this was the during the philip hinchcliffe era so maybe he had some influence from that i don't know if he worked on that part of the avengers or not i mean a lot of these people did they yeah. go back and forth you know barry letts did and doug campfield and all them Terry Nation obviously wrote for the Avengers, so maybe there was some inspiration from, hey, I remember we were discussing this for the Avengers, and Avengers is off the air. It's 1975, so. I'm just looking at it now. Actually, this episode has the best ratings of the season, it looks like. Um, Terra Zygons hovers between, for some reason, between eight and six. Um, it's also late, late, late summer. It could be. No, Android Invasion is November 22nd. No, no, I mean, you're talking about the Terror of Zygons. Oh. Well, may, may, maybe. It was August to September, yeah. And um, then the next one is um, 9 to 10, and then Pyramids is 10 to 11. Yeah, they start going up. And this one's Android Invasion is 11 to 12. Hits 12, and then it goes back down again at, in January 3rd. It's 9s and 10s, and then back to 11s. So, I mean, not, you know, those are good ratings, you know, fairly, those are really good ratings because the series was hitting a peak in ratings. It would, it would so, go higher, 14 and 15s, but... Um, the ratings went up when the weather outside was not the greatest and it got cold. Yeah. Makes sense. But even the previous season, it doesn't it look this, like... It doesn't look like it ever high. reached... Yeah, but it doesn't look like it ever reached 12. 
it so that's did the first... uh, Robots of Death Part One, Two, were One oh, and Three I'm, were. Tw- I'm too far back. I'm at Pertwee. Yeah. Well, the Hinchcliffe era was considered like the the golden era, and then all of a sudden, you know, they. But he was also. That's where all the Mary Whitehouse crap, and then he got let go, and because mm-hmm. he didn't want to change, and I don't blame him. I said he was the he did all like that gothic horror type, which was like which I loved, and then. You know, Graham Williams took over, and like, oh, and the rest mm-hmm. is like, well, they redid the, they they finished off what Hinchcliffe had, had, yeah. you know, obviously commission, and then they went to, yeah, anyway. In the following season, from this, those ratings got better. They were hitting 13s, and I think there was a 14 in here somewhere. So, um, so that would say that. Bill Pinchcliffe is probably the most the the successful producer ratings wise. Maybe. Yeah, I would say so. So, um, other than that, it's a it's a pretty good episode. It's fairly standard. It's about an invasion. Neat idea. You think you're there on Earth, and you're like, wait a minute. Well, how does this work? Why is this happening? Is it a uh, you know, is there an infection or what, what's going on? Why are they acting like that? And then it all comes together and, you know, then we have stuff that happens with the real unit. You know, it's convenient that Benton's and Harry are at that place and that was the place that they picked the, for the invasion. You know, there's a little bit of coincidences there. What do you think of the Tom Baker playing sort of a bad guy when he was the android doctor? Well, that was good. I mean, yeah, I thought it was yeah, really yeah. good. As like both of them get to play their counterparts at one point, right? Sarah was, uh, mm-hmm. um, and um, yeah, they they were um, definitely added a level of creep to it. Um, and then you're you're trying to think which one's which. You know, at one point you're like not sure. Some good scary moments. I mean, the Sarah Jane duplicate comes out of the pod and. Um, she she started. Someone starts choking the, the Sarah. Was it her or was it the Doctor Android? I can't remember. But um, yeah. So some good stuff in that. Good lines of dialogue. I didn't write them all down, but um. So the guy also- who played the unit soldier was in who was in GoldenEye as a guard at the helicopter show. Hmm. He was in, uh, he was in a lot. Uh, Ambassadors of Death. Or maybe I got the wrong guy. Maybe this is the guy with the, who's the guy who, uh, he just died like in 2010. He was in Invasion of Time, Hand of Fear, Genesis of Daleks, Android Invasion, obviously, Monster of Peldon. Well, and he played, uh, <laughs> Guards and unit soldiers. <laughs> well, Max Faulkner, um, he did. He was in Adventures of Robin Hood, Ambassador's Death, Monster Pelda, and Planet of Spiders. Uh, probably him. I, I don't know who else that could be. Yeah, it's, who, who's the guy who played the guy with the eye patch? Because I think he was in a Bond movie. I can't, um, can't remember. It doesn't it matter. Colonel Faraday. No, that was uh, that was mother. I think it's like Matthews, right? It was Grierson, Morgan, I don't know. Oh, Guy Crawford. 
is Milton Johns. Um, he was in uh, Enemy of the World and, and yeah. um, Invasion of Time. Oh, it's not, it Empire matter. Strikes Back. He played the Imperial officer in Empire Strikes Back. That's what I remember him in. Um, maybe that's what I was thinking. Maybe it was Star Wars. I know I saw him. He was in the X Files movie. Was he really? Yeah. Try to block the X Files movie out of my mind. So yeah, um, yeah this wasn't bad. I mean, it also proved that Terry Nation can write. Doctor Who, something that's not Daleks. Yeah. I mean, because not many people remember Keys of Mariners since that was like, what, 63, 64? Mm. And it's probably still missing at the time that this one came out. Yeah. So. This is probably a little bit better than that one, anyways. Yes. The other one was more of a serial, where it's like, and this week the Doctor's this, and this week the, this was more of a concrete story. So yeah, this was not bad. This was good. Okay. Well, if there's no more about this one, we'll uh, go. We'll end it. Thanks for listening.